Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective. I'm your host, Laurel Rutledge, and this show is where we talk about things that are top of mind as you navigate your career or build your business. The plan is to get you out of your rut or talk you back off that ledge with insights and perspectives on the daily grind. Here, we speak the truth. Here, we challenge ideas. Here, we give ourselves grace. And along the way, we also have a little fun. Welcome to the village. This week on The Rutledge Perspective, we're going to talk caution versus fear. And both of these emotions and states of mind are important for our survival as humans, but they move us in very different directions and can often, in some cases, uh, be debilitating and can actually stop us from doing the things that we want to do. And I want to dig into that a little bit um, because of some revelations that I had, which I'm hoping will also be revelatory for you and help you change your perspective on caution versus fear. And I want to start with this. Um, so I was at this amazing retreat this weekend, the Live in Your Light retreat that was hosted by and led by Rebecca M. Thompson, who is an incredible human. Um, she does the Live in Your Light boot camp. She has a mindset makeover and a clarity challenge. She is a clarity coach um, who coaches uh, black women how to live in your light. And so it was it was incredible. And um, it was the first trip out of the country for me since COVID. And not only that experience doing that and leading up to it, but also the retreat itself. And then something that I read on the way back really did bring this caution versus fear thing to the forefront as we all try to move forward in determining how we're going to move forward. So when I signed up for this mastermind and, and decided to do the boot camp months and months and months ago, um, you know, I knew this, this trip was going to happen and, um, and I'm being very, very cautious. You know, it, this, this COVID thing is real. I am, um, very careful. I still wear my mask. I still um, use lots of hand sanitizer, wash my you know hands all the time. I'm cautious around who I am. Uh, I'm cautious about who I'm around. And so, um, and there've been some things that I'm just not doing, some events that I'm just not going to because um, I want to make sure where I go is, is controlled. Um, and, and just, I'm just, I'm following where my spirit is leading me. And so, when I got ready to do this trip, I, I was feeling lots of like anxiety about this trip, which is unusual for me. I've, I've traveled alone a lot. Um, I enjoy traveling alone and I've traveled out of the country a lot. So, uh, you know, it was, and this was going to Mexico. This wasn't going, you know, to, to China. So I don't know what that was, but there was, there was this really weird anxiety. So I got to the airport, got everything ready, took me forever to pack, couldn't figure out what it was gonna take. It was just, it was, something was not working, right, in my brain. And it felt more like this anxiety and fear and what's going to happen. And and now in hindsight, part of it was, you know, going out of the country with COVID and you have to test before you come back. And, oh my gosh, am I going to end up catching it? Am I going to test and have to stay in Mexico? I mean, you know, all of that madness. Um, but I realized as I got to the airport, um, there was, because the international airport here has a check-in shut down at one of the terminals. So it was a mad house and I already don't do big crowds it was a madhouse and got through that went to one of the little kiosk things to buy some water and got ready to check out and couldn't find my wallet and I and 
sheer panic. I thought, really, Laurel? You, you are not new at this. What is your problem? Could not find it. And I thought, okay, you got through security. You got into the lounge. You got, it is here somewhere. Did you leave it somewhere? Okay, well, I had moved to my little travel wallet and I had it actually under my arm and I could, just couldn't feel it. So I thought, you know, this is not a good start to this trip. Not a good start. So anyway, I got to Mexico, had an amazing time, and we started talking about how we show up and barriers and limiting beliefs and setting boundaries and all of these kind of things and, and really having moments of complete clarity, complete vulnerability. It was a safe space, the same kind of space I create for my clients, but where you can, in this this small group of just 10 women, could just bear your soul, you know, because even coaches need coaches. And it was it was an ability to dig into some things that sometimes you don't even know are there, or even if they are, you can't really articulate them. So we went through this whole process and, and living your light and digging deeper into our businesses and how we're showing up. And we started talking about, you know, the thing we have to focus on is the what. What is it that we're doing, not the how, because we get caught up in the how. And what I realized in that moment was, especially for those of us who have spent a lot of time in corporate, um, and, and especially those in HR, right? Um, the how is really important. The what is critical. We got to get things done. But how you get things done is really important, especially in the way you engage with other people. So we talk about in terms of performance management, the further you move up in the organization, it's not just about what you do, but it's about how you do it. How are you treating people? How are you talking to people? How are you executing? How are you engaging? Those hows become a big piece of your showing up, right? Your the way you are evaluated. A how is a big piece of that. And we train leaders to understand that the how is just as critical as the what. And even more so that that begins to flip where your how becomes more important the higher you get up in the organization because other people are doing the detail. You are leading and how you lead is really critical. The other thing about that work, what versus how and not really thinking about the how, just putting the what out there in the universe and just knowing that what you need is going to show up is when you're wired like me, right? Type A, insecure, overachiever. And you've been taught and trained around processes and you think in processes, there's always the how, right? Yes, I see where we're going, but how are we going to get there? What's the plan? What are the steps? What are we going to do? You're, you're trained and your mind works in a way that focuses on the how. But what happens is if you can't articulate the how, you end up driving yourself into this fear mode of, well, then I'm never going to get to the what. I'm never going to be able to get the what done because I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. I can't figure out how to do it. The how is not coming to me. And so all of this anxiety and fear and worry and concern gets connected to the how. So we move through all of that and I'm still journaling about that and still marinating, meditating on some of that thing about letting go of some of the how and just focusing on the what, because the how really does show up. It does. That's that whole, we've talked about that manifesting thing doesn't doesn't really resonate for me. There's a different way that word is, is an issue, although working through that as well. But I also know that through my experience that when you put things out there in the universe and you are moving in action towards them, that the things that are meant for you do show up. What you need shows up. So we move through those things about the how, right? And and that that fear associated with the how. And then we started doing 
some other work around showing up and and what those fear things look like and what what showed up as shame because that's a big issue for people is is having that shame be a piece of of what holds you back and then as the retreat ended because it was it was short it was just a couple of days as the retreat ended and I was coming back I was reading this book um, by Janet Ivanovich and I love her fiction the Stephanie Plum series it just it's just fun and the character the lead character actually was talking about fear and how she was rolling into this parking lot and she was trying not to be afraid because she wanted to be cautious. She's like, you know, fear is not bad because it makes you cautious. Um, but fear itself is just this, this unproductive emotion. And that got me to thinking, you know, part of this whole focus on, on how, and how are we going to get things done is this need to control. And the need to control is about fear of failure or fear of pain or fear of whatever it is. We're trying to avoid the thing um, that is unpleasant. And yet there's a difference between being cautious and acting out of caution or an abundance of caution, as people say, versus being fearful. Whereas fear can be paralyzing. Fear can be preventative. Caution can heighten awareness. And we talk a lot about being aware, being aware of our surroundings, being aware of our intent, being aware of our words, being aware of how we show up in the world, how we execute some things. Caution enables us to heighten that awareness around the actions that we're taking, around the choices that we are making. And it hit me as I was thinking about this for you guys is if you look at how we grow up as kids, right? Be careful, don't talk to strangers. Be careful when you're crossing the street, put a helmet on when you're riding your bike. Look both ways before you cross the street. When you start to drive, right? We had Safety City when I grew up in Odessa, which I love, they tore down Safety City. And it was a place when you were little, like preschool, they took you to Safety City and it was all these buildings and crosswalks and there were churches and there were schools and there were businesses and, and they taught you about stoplights and stop signs and crosswalks and jaywalking and all of these little things when you were very young. And if you remember the stoplight, the red, green, and yellow, green means go, right? Red means stop. But the yellow light is a caution light. That's what they call it. It's really about caution. It's a caution sign. The, some of the yellow signs, if you look at driving driver's ed, it's Caution, yellow means caution. And thinking about that word, be aware, pay attention, look around you, look both ways before you cross the street, right? When you go to London and people are driving on the wrong side of the road, there's the caution for all of us Westerners that are gonna get run over because we're looking left first instead of right. Yes, left first instead of right. And so, that caution makes you highly aware of what's going on around you so that the actions you take are able to take into consideration the things that you can see and know. As opposed to not being aware and just acting out of fear of the unknown that may or may not be true. It may just be head trash. It may just be something that you connected to a real experience, but crafted a story that in and of itself is not real. That's the hard work, that work of really understanding. Yes, my experience is real. Yes, when I did A, B, and C, X, Y, and Z happened. 
But is the story I'm telling myself about X, Y, and Z real? Or is the story I'm telling myself about X, Y, and Z something that I made up because my nervous system was like, we don't want that pain anymore. You know, for me, success being connected to pain. Eh, is it really success that's connected to pain? Or is just the environmental response to the situation, right, that caused the pain? Because that's different. It's not the success. It's the environment in which I was operating that was painful, right? That culture that was painful, that interaction and the way I showed up and the way I was received or not received in that culture that was painful. Not the experience itself, not the success itself. And so if we think about moving forward in caution as opposed to fear, that whole idea of letting go of the how and just focusing on the what becomes much more palatable because our what we can be aware of what's going on around us. We can be aware of what's driving us to the what so that we make room for the how to show up. We make room for the processes to take place. We make room for our genius and it's, it enables us to move out of that comfort of the zone of excellence Comfort, not necessarily passion, but comfort of our zone of excellence into the discomfort and challenge, yet ultimate peace and joy of our zone of genius. The caution enables us to to see the possibilities while continuing to be vigilant around our surroundings. To see the additional information we need to be able to make choices, to gather that in a way that we can synthesize it and act upon it. So this week, as you are thinking about, as we, October's almost over y'all, as we think about moving into the rest of the year and coming into Thanksgiving and Christmas and all of the holidays towards the end of the year and moving into 2022, which Lord willing will be much more peaceful and much more calm and much more forward moving and open than the last two years have been. Pause and evaluate, are you stagnant or moving out of fear or are you just enabling yourself to have a level of caution that can heighten your awareness to make the moves that need to be made, to make the decisions that need to be made with a heightened awareness that enables you to be flexible and adaptable and shift when you need to, depending on the feedback you get and the outcomes that happen. That you don't just sit and say, I wish, why not? How come? Right. But that you actually move forward to where you want to be, to those outcomes you want, knowing full well that your cautionary mind is going to give you the signals that you need to keep yourself safe and that you're not looking at a stop sign. You're not looking at the red light. You're looking at the yellow light so that you can actually move to the green light. And I love that about the signals in Europe. You know, the yellow light actually flashes, starts to flash before the green light starts kind of warning you that you're getting ready to be able to go. And I love that symbolism. So think about that caution light as your signal that, Hey, it's about time to go. It's about time to move. And just be prepared because what you need is going to show up. Bet on you. Trust yourself. In this moment, you have everything that you need. In this moment, 
you are enough. Thank you for tuning in to The Rutledge Perspective. As always, I appreciate your time. I appreciate your being here and being a part of my village. Please pass it on. Um, I have a huge, big, hairy, audacious goal of getting to 17,000 downloads by the end of the year. And it's huge. It's a huge goal. And I really... I really want to make it because I really want to be able to reach out to more people and I want to be able to continue to bring messages of clarity, messages of perspective and words matter and education and you matter and all of that stuff to people to be able to reach those who need to know they are not alone and they are not crazy and we do not have to be in pain because you are not alone and you are not crazy and you do not have to be in pain. And if I, in showing up and telling my story, can help you see yourself in me so that you can make that next step, then I have done what I'm supposed to do. So thank you for tuning in. Please share. If there's something you want me to address or talk about, please let me know. I would love to have that in my lineup. Um, We are coming up on the 100th episode. I'm so excited and so grateful. And um, we will catch you next week. Have a great, fantastic week. Go out and exercise a little bit of caution as you continue to move forward. Take care. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If we've given you a new perspective or helped you clarify your own, please leave us a review, send us your comments, give us a five-star rating. We take that information seriously and it helps us to decide what our next episodes will be. Now you can find more information about this and other episodes of the show on laurelrutledge.com. And you can subscribe to the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also follow me on social media. And if there's someone that you think would enjoy or benefit from the Rutledge Perspective podcast, please pass it along.